0: Hello and welcome to Best Thing with me, Daniel Johnson. Each week we'll be talking to guests about their best things in their life, from TV to film to travel to music to food and something random of their choice. Now today's guest is Adam Harris. He's from Brighton and in a band called Ruby Lux. He also works for AONO Barbershop in Harvey Nichols, where David Beckham released exclusively his new grooming range. He's a really funny guy, Adam, and he's got a lot to say we've also got Bethia's beats bringing us brand new music each week and if you wait until the end we've got something special me.
1: Adam how are you doing I'm good I'm good it's good to be here
0: now uh, how's it been uh, in you know this this time or just so right now you know having to stay in and then you know those trying to work at the same time obviously your job is kind of all different things
1: which you'll find out a little bit later but how's it been for you yeah, we won't speak about any of my jokes. <laughs> no, it's been a bit. It is a weird time, isn't it? And we are we are socially distant whilst recording this. But it should be said.
0: Oh, we are. There is more than two meters. There's a, pe- a Peter Crouch between us. I At feel. least There's two <laughs> crouches. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it it is one of those things that we can now be creative and, and get those things done. We've been speaking about doing a podcast for ages, and I've always wanted to do one with you. And for you to be my first guest mm. is awesome. So thank you so much for doing it.
1: I don't feel like I can let it go that it's a Peter Crouch laying down. (laughs) You're not high up. (laughs) I'm on his shoulders. You're seven (laughs) feet up in the air. It's two metres distance, but at ground level, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's ground level, two metre distance, which
1: is a Peter Crouch, apparently, is what he's doing. Because you have to be more descriptive on radio. You're quite (laughs) used to TV, aren't you? I mean
0: that'd be cool. I'm gonna try and now get an imagery of me on Peter Crouch's shoulders mm. because I've got one of me on a penny farthing. Remember that picture I sent you? Yeah,
1: <laughs> as a child on a penny farthing. Yeah,
0: it it helped me age you. It, thanks, that's good. I am I am quite old. Um, okay, so we're gonna be talking about five of the best things that have been in your life. Um, so shall we start with film and TV? Do you watch a lot of film and TV? Those things that you kind of like doing?
1: So I came quite late to movies and people... I spent a lot of my 20s with people saying, you haven't seen that film? And I go, oh, no. And I've got a list on my phone uh, of the films that I should have seen that have You know, like, you haven't seen The Godfather? I still haven't seen The Godfather. Or The Godfather 2, which people seem to I would have about. liked it if you'd seen Godfather 3, though, but you just didn't watch the other ones.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that yeah. would really annoy people.
1: Yeah. I, I, they all blow into one. I'm not very good at remembering films either. You know some people lay real off like lines from movies, like, oh, you must have seen that one. You think, well, I, I have seen that, but I don't remember any of the script of the movie. I was in it and I enjoyed it, but I've completely forgotten it now and moved on. Some people really stick with it, but, but there is one film that I've watched more than any other film. Please say it's like Sonic the Hedgehog or something. <laughs> well I have I, that's the most recent film. Have you seen that? Remember in the old days when we were allowed to go to the cinema Yeah, uh, I did that. <laughs> and that was the last movie I saw at the cinema. And I'll be honest there was only about eight people in there me and my wife both went and we were all socially distant before it was cool. It was, yeah. how, how was the film though? It was brilliant. I, I heard it was really good.
0: It was Jim it's Jim Carrey's Highest grossing film he's ever been in. Yeah, that's weird. That Which, crazy.
1: that ties into two different things I'm about to talk about. Let's do it. One of them is that was one of the questions I went on. What's that one with Warwick Davis? <laughs> Tenable. Tenable. That was one of our questions. What are the top highest grossing Jim Carrey movies?
0: What? Did yeah. you tell me that thing about Jim Carrey then? No. Sonic.
1: Oh. <laughs> no. But then now Sonic <laughs> is his biggest grossing. Yeah. Um. But also my movie that I was about to tell you that I've watched. I don't watch movies more than once. I don't remember movies, but a movie I've watched maybe 30 times. And by 30, I mean 10. Because <laughs> I mean, you've discussed this.
0: Watch some other movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have to say 30. was well, it's not shocking. Yeah, it's not so shocking, yeah. It's prob- yeah, I probably watched it 10 times, but The Truman Show, that was the movie that made me question things in my life. I watched it quite young. And I think it made me go, oh, like, if you just accept life as it is, then you'll only ever live like on the path that's designated. Whereas if you ask a lot of questions, you might get out of the fake world that's been created for you to live in.
0: Yeah, I guess Possibly. kind of, kind of. I- I'm going to say another film here, kind of, kind of Matrixy uh, wise. That you're going to look at me like I haven't seen it. I have seen
1: it. The- have you? More than once.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, thirty times. Ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so the Truman Show kind of. Lit you up, I guess, in the sense of just thinking, wow, this doesn't... Is this a reality or... Because a lot of people talk about it now, and, and I think on other podcasts, they're talking about that this, we live in a simulation.
1: Yeah, I think it was the fact that he only became free in that movie once he'd asked the questions. And he knew something wasn't right, but he wasn't sure what, but he knew he had to keep asking the questions to eventually get there to, to freedom. And I think, yeah, I think if you just accept everything you're given, then you'll never kind of live a true life. You have to question everything. And I drive my wife mad and I drive my family mad because I do question everything. And I was the, the kid that you go, why? Yeah, but why? Yeah, but why? That thing, like, but I think you have to ask those questions for, to get truly free and to find, like, truth,
0: I think it's super important to try and find truth in, in life in itself and it, I think that movies are a great way of kind of slowly kind of drip feeding mm. ideas to you know the people sort of watching these movies and, and uh, you know even if you feel like oh that never happened I think it's never bad to think about what if it does happen what would I do what person would I be would I be the why kid and ask why 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 um When it comes to um, Jim Carrey films, you know the Truman Show. I think that probably is the most polarizing film that he has because it is when he 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 was really acting. Mm. Like it wasn't his comedy roles that he did before with Ace Ventura, The Mask, and stuff. The Truman Show really was a turning point for Jim. And how old were you when the film came out? Um, should we pause and then work that out? <laughs> no, we can work it out. We'll ask, we'll ask Fat Chicken and they'll do that. We'll do that and, <laughs> they'll do that. What year do you think it came
1: out? Can we can we check that? Uh, I'm gonna say. You have about 27 nine... devices. In I'm front gonna of say you. 97. I think that's a good guess. Do you reckon Yeah. So I would be in 12, 13, maybe. Okay.
0: Well, well, look. But we'll look. But we'll do. We'll we'll do a little Fat Chicken in there so we can find out. And you can. Okay. <laughs> you, we'll, put you, we'll put you in there. Um. I want to know now.
1: Though. Yeah, I know Yuck. you
0: want to know now, but it's good to leave it there. Um, other films that came out subsequently after Truman Show, how come none of those kind of grabbed you in the same way? You know, if the, if it did came, come out like 13 years ago, is that 13 years ago?
1: I think it's a lot more. No, it's not. It's a lot more, isn't it? Yeah, 23 years 20 ago. odd, yeah.
0: 23 years ago, yeah.
1: The Truman Show was released on June the 5th in 1998 in the United States and grossed $264 million. Well, funny enough, totally unrelated to this, I did watch another Jim Carrey movie the other day. It's called Yes Man. Have you seen that? it's uh, kind of a similar I try not to say yes then <laughs> uh, yeah kind of a similar life uh, it, there is a theme to his some of his movies isn't there like it's another kind of life-changing thing I, I know people in my life that just try and think of any reason to say no to something before you barely finished asking the question and I think if you start saying yes to stuff it can change your life for the better hence you being at the podcast uh, yeah <laughs> some things you should say no to though.
0: <laughs> So you would say your best thing when it comes to TV and film would be Finding The Truman Show by Jim Carrey. Yeah, it changed my life. Amazing. Uh, Next up, we're going to be talking food. (music) Adam, food. We all love food. Um, What's your relationship with food? Because I kind of like really, really bad takeaway food. But I don't eat it. But I really love it. Like I love pizza and curries and Chinese and stuff. But then it's just, just I live by
1: myself and I can't bother to cook myself. Mm. What, what's your relationship with food? What do you think? I'm not a great cook, but there's a few things I can do that I know how to do. I could do a good spag bowl. I, 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 yeah, I'm not a very good portion sizes. My young cousins came round once and they were about nine, and I dished up this portion of spaghetti on an A's in front of them. It was just a mountain, and they still talk about that now. Um. <laughs> Yeah, my you've, you've said what my favourite, one well, what the food is that I think has influenced my life the most.
0: i Am allowed to guess? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, for some reason I went Thai and then realised I didn't say Thai, so oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm going to go with Indian. No. Oh, uh,
1: <clears throat> I think it would have been rude to look at me and say pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you didn't. Um, what is it, Adam? It's pizza. Why? Because... I remember loving it as a kid. The most basic margarita, cheap, much more sloppy bases in the '90s. That all my mum undercooked them. She'd sometimes put them in foil, and I'd take them to school as like in my lunchbox. Oh, cold pizza! Cold pizza. I yeah, love cold you can pizza. eat it hot and cold. It's versatile. <laughs> it's versatile, but it's it, it's also um, it doesn't have to be basic. So we've decided this week we're going to make our own pizza. I've never made my own pizza before. Right. We're going bottom-up with it, doing the lot, making our own base, <laughs> and it's going to be <laughs> mushroom and truffle pizza. Wow. So we got recommended this one from Waitrose.
0: Okay, so not your idea or your wife's. Your wife. <laughs> no. It was
1: someone else's, well, they said, no, you go and buy this pizza in Waitrose. We got there. Sold out. And I haven't... Been... Oh, hello. Oh, remember you told me to turn my phone off?
0: Oh, yeah, I've got to turn mine off, so I don't worry about it. I don't
1: even know what it is. Everything's here. Yeah,
0: but you have got devices... <laughs> <laughs> I have no devices here. What are you talking about? I should Carry explain. <laughs> I should explain we're in
1: your house. And I just... <laughs> earlier. Don't
0: make me a burglar's dream. Stop it. No, no.
1: They If they came in to burglar this, they'd have to take everything to know what was worth anything. Because it's just baffling. There's a, a a typewriter from 1802 in the corner. Like, it's impossible to know which age you're living in based on the things in your house. Like, there's such obscure things. Old Polaroid cameras and then... Apple laptops And you just don't know What year you're in You're like a time You're sort of like A, a time travelling magpie
0: Who likes takeaways Apparently um, you know, So I mean Pizza wise um, you you're going to be making Your your own pizza stuff With your wife yeah. um, You try to find it So you try to find it Like a Waitrose And then it wasn't there It was sold out right. But
1: I had my heart set On this mushroom And truffle pizza Right You've got to be careful With truffle Not too much Okay Yeah. Is that true
0: Yeah Definitely don't fit too much In it It'll, it'll, it'll Yeah okay it's, it's such an acquired taste
1: and it's not a tomato based pizza this that we're going to make what is it oh is this your wife saying this i'm using <laughs> we yeah she's going to make it i think i think but um, yeah i think it can be it's a yeah pizza and it was what i think at the time when i first started taking pizza to school in foil I was Did watching you get the, I was watching the turtles. <laughs> right,
0: okay. Oh, cool, because obviously. Can you name all of them, all four?
1: The Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles.
0: Ninja in America, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, what can you name them all?
1: Leonardo, Raphael, yep. Donatello, Michelangelo, and Master Splinter. Oh. But. <laughs> I think, so <laughs> I've watched the movie recently, and I think my favourite turtles changed, which suggests maybe my personality's changed. Oh. Can I guess? Because when I think about it, <laughs> I think you can wait until I finish. <laughs> if your favorite turtle probably corresponds to what you think your personality is doesn't it yes if you're a, all you, favorite color are you a party dude no you're not michelangelo no you are sort of vigilante no you're not raphael i'm not raphael so me and you would be leonardo and donatello
0: are you leonardo
1: i think well when i was a kid i think i was donatello i uh, i think i'm donatello ooh but yeah but i'm happy to be leonardo now i That's think fine. i'm not a natural leader but I've been pushed into it.
0: This is not where I thought we were gonna go when we talk about food. Straight into Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles.
1: Ninja. Oh yeah, Ninja in America. Now you've
0: changed it around, you <laughs> <it. laughs>
1: I-, I don't care which way around it is it. You could do it at you.
0: home as well, couldn't you? Watch Turtle are You, you know. Mm. But I think I really liked the colour purple when I was a kid, so I think that's mainly why I sort of led towards Donatello.
1: Yeah, maybe it was Donatello's favourite colour, but yeah, I liked Donatello then and his sticks. He I did. know. Oh
0: yeah, because they had their, they had weapons, didn't they? Yeah. So he had a stick, Raphael had the forks. Yeah. Leonardo had the sword? Yes. And Mark had had nunchucks? Yeah, I didn't oh, think you'd know the word. Well done. Yeah, there you go. I do, I know my stuff. Yeah, you shot Um Okay, so when it comes to pizza, where is the best pizza you ever had? Like, where is that pizza you like? If we ever go there, I'm having pizza.
1: Well, there's a place called Tagliatelle in... A place in Spain we go I was going to say Because that's
0: literally pasta Yeah
1: <laughs> It was an Italian restaurant In uh, Cambrils in Spain We go and visit Some friends there A couple of times a year Who live there And they do The truffle Mushroom pizza Right That's my original Where I went Oh wow This is my This is my grown up pizza Forget those Sloppy bottomed uh, Margaritas <laughs> Of my wrapped youth in, Wrapped in clean. Wrapped in foil.
0: Oh, clean film You don't want it in clean film that would be all sweaty Can you imagine yeah. Uh, oh, it was just, sweaty anyway, oh, It would be good. sweaty. Uh, no one has the pizza I eat. What, what do you have? What, okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> we've, there's one thing we've got to discuss, what? obviously, because everyone will be crying out for it. If you discuss pizza, are you Hawaiian or anti-Hawaiian?
0: Um, well, I don't eat meat, so it, uh, I don't mind pineapple on the pizza, to be honest. What about you? Yeah, I love Hawaiian. Yeah, yeah me yeah. too. Uh, it's fine. Uh, and when I did eat pork, then I definitely would have a Hawaiian pizza. But I actually really like and black olives and anchovy and capers, mm. which people say to me is like, the saltiest bit with cheese yeah. as well, and the bread. is like That's like the saltiest piece ever. But I never have it. But when I do have it, no one ever wants a piece, which is fine by me.
1: Yeah, anchovies are an explosion oh, in the mouth. So good, so good. I love an anchovy. Pizza, um, turtles did have anchovies they on the did, pizza. They did yeah. have the
0: anchovies on it, yeah. Well, there you go. Um, Adam, your uh, best thing when it comes to food is pizza.
1: God, that's so basic. <laughs>
0: uh, next up, we're going to be talking travel. Looking forward to this one. Okay, Adam, travel. I'm not asking you to do the travel. But actually, can you do the travel? Thank God. Can you do
1: it? I don't think so. I think you need information, that, that although I think they're making it up most of the time. I think
0: people call in there,
1: don't they? Like yeah, I think people, yeah, Red Lorry, Yellow Lorry George has just texted in to say the A5 is clogged up. It's Well, it is 3.30. The roads will be getting a little busier at this point, I suppose. <laughs> it's always done in a much smoother voice.
0: That's a very good voice. Um, but don't worry, um, it's going to be a great weekend, so enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's what they do. Okay, Adam, you've been all over the world. Um, tell me some of the countries that you've been to, that you've kind of loved, and then we
1: get on to the best place that you've been to so far. Um. Yeah, so with music, I was really lucky. We got to go to some like, places that a lot of people backpack, basically, in Asia, and we went to Australia. I, my favourite country we went to was probably Vietnam as a band. We had a great tour. We were there for two months doing like, some shows with Hard Rock Café. And Vietnam, the Vietnamese people are probably the friendliest people in the world. They are. It's incredible. Considering yeah.
0: what's actually happened to them in history, they are so lovely. Mm. I say this.
1: <laughs>
0: they are lovely to tourists, but sometimes when they talk to each other... And it sound know.
1: like they're being very nice. Whoa. No. <laughs> Similar to Italians in that way, it sounds yeah. like they're always arguing.
0: Yeah, it does, but they're not. It's just no. the kind of way that they talk. Yeah. You
1: know? No, it's a great country, Vietnam. Uh, I really want to go back and sort of do it in a, yeah, in a more touristy way, maybe. Where
0: did you kind of like in Vietnam? was your well? We were based in Ho Chi Minh, Saigon,
1: right. which is just an amazing city. And when was this? Well, that'd been like 2011. 12, I bet it's changed a lot because we maybe. went in
0: 2017, mm. and they said in the last six years it's like it, it was of a bit like Dubai. Yeah, and well,
1: in the two months we were there, we watched a, a place where there wasn't a skyscraper <laughs> to a point where there was now a skyscraper. It was they worked 24 hours a day. Like two different teams, like the night team would come in and they they got it, they built a skyscraper in that time we were there. We watched it go up. Yeah, and I imagine it's full of them now, like you say, Dubai, kind of Singapore, maybe. But it is
0: amazing that kind of area and stuff that is just there's so much culture, there's so much history, which is so lovely, Mm. you know, and and you don't really get that at other other places and other destinations that I've been to, you know, but their storytelling and and the stuff that's happened to their country is, is pretty like tough. And yet again, they are lovely
1: people. We went to the Coochie Tunnels. Did you do those? Yes, we did. Yeah, so that's where they, they were fighting, and it's kind of out in the middle of the jungle, and these tiny little narrow. So we it was us and like like a load of American tourists going to see where they got beaten, basically. And they're so narrow, the tunnels. I had to back out. I had three people behind me. I got halfway in the tunnel and went, Sorry, guys. Behind, like, this is too claustrophobic. Get me out. I mean, I had to back out. Of the a tunnel. lot of my
0: friends had to back out. Like, I got through, but I'd scraped all my knees, my elbows, and stuff because it was so slight. It was yeah. so small. I actually, one of the things that I found quite weird is that they, they could shoot guns. And so all you could hear was just guns firing oh, around yeah. you, and you're like, okay, this is kind of a bit weird. Okay, let's get into it. Where is the best place you've been? What's the best thing about the place that you went to?
1: Well, a, there is a place I've been more than any other places. In the last five years, I've been to this place a lot.
0: I don't even know this. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, it's uh, with my, with one of my answers for food being pizza, it makes me sound like such a basic person <laughs> if I say this, but and I'm not the kind of guy that... Probably normally enjoys going to this place. Can um, I guess? Yeah, go on. Estonia. Oh, it's so close. <laughs> it's it's Las either. Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Las Vegas. Oh, I just wow. I don't gamble really. I might do like ten dollars. I don't really like. We don't go crazy drinking. All the things that Vegas is about, we don't really get involved in. The food's good though. The food, food is good. Yeah, the pizza is good. Where do but you stay? Where do you stay? Energy is amazing in that city. We've we stayed in a few different places so i got married there the first time we went wow we went with a group of 26 of us it was for someone's 30th birthday and prior to leaving we decided we were gonna just get married on the last day in vegas a week in, and that was really obviously really cool and that was... i watched it live stream oh yeah yeah we live streamed it back home it was, it was cool it was a way of like inviting people to your wedding that you probably like you that i wouldn't have invited in real life <laughs> Um, (laughs) ouch (laughs) (laughs) I think you did invite me no of course I I would have done yeah yeah. Um, but it's a a good way of having everyone you want there without them arguing and fighting at the tables Um, so everyone got to see it sat in their pyjamas at home streaming it at 10pm here or whatever it was so that was cool and I think that's why Vegas is special and that's why we've been back every year since pretty much to sort of retrace our steps so that first time we stayed in the Bellagio Hotel which is like peak Vegas isn't it is
0: that where um, Hangover's?
1: Where's yeah it? I think it, yeah. yeah I think there was some stuff there wasn't there um, in the way that you've not seen that film <laughs> again I have seen it don't have
0: don't you, you just I, don't, it? I don't remember it very well <laughs> brings you back brings you back as good yeah.
1: uh, we stayed at the Wynn Encore last time we went which is really cool and we've stayed in some like not so good ones but they're still fine for Vegas like Harrah's on the strip and the Westgate which is just off the strip Um, It's just such a cool place to go. There's obviously a very, very dark side to it. There's a lot of homeless people knocking around and we'd get up and go runs early in the morning and it's it's quite a sad place to see, actually. Like, a place that looks so intrinsically happy.
0: Well, it's built because people lose their money. Yeah. And that's the toughest thing, isn't it, really?
1: Yeah, so you you see some sad sights and some... Yeah, stuff, but it's something about the energy in that place that I love. And, yeah, we'll, we'll probably continue to go at least... Every other year,
0: didn't you actually get remarried there again?
1: Oh, yeah, so like, the, yeah, this <laughs> no, last year. Yeah, we did. We did. We just like just us. So just me and my wife.
0: There's a funny story because I want you to tell the story that happened because y- you went to go and get remarried and then you met like a guy yeah. in a bar.
1: Yeah. Please tell me this story because it's, it's so funny. So my wife had to do some sort of work thing, so she was staying up in the room. She said, "You go and have a beer at the bar." So I went down, had a beer at the bar watching like some baseball I don't know what was going on I don't understand baseball but this guy next to me seemed to know so I started asking him questions anyway fast forward 48 hours this guy is coming to our wedding <laughs> just the three of us going like yeah so he um, I really liked his name um, <laughs> you forgot his name Scott there you his go. name is there Scott that go. was too long ago I thought
0: we had to do another fat chicken there but then
1: we got away with it so <sighs> it's fine I can't send in this now um, Scott. <laughs> hi Scott hi Scott um, yeah he was there for like a conference everyone's in Vegas for a conference if they're American pretty much it seems yeah it just got really well this guy I was like hey yeah we should uh, like have a drink, go out for dinner one night we went out for dinner a night later and the next day I went mate do you want to just come and like be our witness to our us renewing our vows so yeah it was quite, that was quite a Vegasy thing yeah really cool guy and like you get there to the chapel so we did it in the chapel that we originally got married in and the uh, pastor whatever they're called comes out and he goes right elvis <laughs> yeah elvis was in the building uh so which which two of you are getting married he went i probably shouldn't guess And i went no you probably shouldn't he went oh but no but i will and he yeah he guessed that scott was marrying jade your wife, wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and i said yeah i shouldn't do it. Oh, no you really shouldn't yeah no.
0: don't don't ever
1: guess don't ever guess no. well
0: that was adam's uh, best thing about travel going to vegas Which I kind of love. Uh, Next up, we're going to be talking music.
2: Hi everyone, it's Bethia here from Bethia's Beats. This week I thought I'd allow myself to do a little bit of self-promo, I mean why not? I'm an R&B pop artist and songwriter from Reading and the song I've chosen to play for you this week is called Everything. I wrote it in collaboration with a Danish R&B producer and my very very good friend Mort. This song is part of our collaborative EP called Part 1 which is out now. Here's a snippet of it playing in the background but if you'd like to listen to the full song it will be playing at the end of the podcast with all of the details of our social media and where to find the song will be linked below. Thank you very much and see you next time.
0: Adam, music. Now this is a big part of your life. You know, you've been in the band for years. You used to be in a boy band. Let's not go into that. But, um, What does music mean to you?
1: Like I say, it was something that I spent a good portion of my life being involved with, 20 to 30, probably before 20, and then a little bit after 30, but for the most, so not what I just said. (laughs) (laughs) But you know. All all different ages. Yeah. But quite, you know, a big, important part of my life. Yeah, I was sort of involved in making some music and performing music and... If it was covers, I would do some of that to pay the rent. And then also I was in a band and we made our own music. And that's what allowed me to travel and see a bit of the world. And I'm forever grateful for that stuff. It was very important to make music. And it was very fun.
0: I mean, okay, let's go right back to the beginning on this one. You play the keys. What um, kind of got you into playing piano? What, what was the reason? Were you forced by parents and they made you do it? Or you're like, actually, yeah. that's something that I really want to do and learn.
1: It was my idea. I was six or seven which is probably quite young, but I wasn't a child prodigy at all.
0: I mean, you can say
1: that for yourself, but
0: I, you know, maybe you are. No,
1: but I know I wasn't. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. Because like... even now, if I was a child, I wouldn't be a child prodigy. <laughs> yeah, I, So I never became great at piano or anything like that, but I really, um, I wanted piano lessons at six, and my mum and dad let me. They paid for me. It, it's like, it sounds like a, but mum took on an extra cleaning job. Oh, to pay no. for my piano lessons yeah wow so then at the point where now I you've then, got to be good <laughs> now i don't want to do it <laughs> at like nine or ten. Oh, this is too much oh, i'm not i don't feel like i'm getting anywhere with it i'm frustrated and i want to play football on a tuesday night when my piano lesson is uh no you're going to carry on you're going to see this through so then it became i was forced a little bit at that point i could have gone off the rails and not wanted to do piano anymore
0: do you think that's important though
1: yeah i think so yeah i think yeah, if the kid comes up with it, the initial spark comes from the kid. But then you um you can keep keep them enthused and keep them going with it. I think that's probably a good shout because we all get frustrated when we try something new, don't we? Like whether it's a language or whatever it is you're learning. So yeah, I think it's good to push them at that point. <laughs> push the kids to do
0: a, a sport or to to do like music or anything like that. Is to kind try of, everything, yeah, to try as many things as possible. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so yeah and then piano lessons turned into singing lessons. Oh wow, I didn't know this. Yeah, my piano teacher kind of realised that I had a like a I could s- a sing in tune or like at a fairly young age or whatever. Did you have a really high voice or were you like really little or something? He uh, yes. was <laughs> <coughs> No. Yeah, I did have yeah, probably quite a fairly high voice at that point. But he would wanted he only knew classical stuff, so he knew classical piano and he started trying to teach me sort of more classic kind of singing. And then one day I kind of turned up with a oasis chords book and a Robbie Williams chords book or something like that. Can you and remember he, what you sang? Uh, um, it might have been Angels by Robbie Williams or something Standard. like that, Really Early Doors or Don't Know Back in Anger or something like that. And he just couldn't get, he, he was a concert pianist and I bought him these like guitar tab chords and he just went what is this? Like it was the most basic kind of, again basic, like this guy likes pizza kind <laughs> of <laughs> stuff. But yeah, I realised I loved pop music and then later on got into synths and things like that and enjoyed making different sounds and stuff so it became less sort of piano-y more synthy for a little bit and
0: And that kind of led you to then kind of keep that music going through i think your perseverance of getting to a place where you're like i can play you know the piano the keyboard and stuff That you could join a band and that band was ruby Lux. now when did you join them
1: so we well we started it so me and my friend rob from school rob wrote really really good songs and i always loved his songs and we were really um, we are really good friends and we said oh this is a good time Rob had just been travelling I think and I'd moved back to Brighton and it seemed like a good time we were working in the same bar together and we would one minute be working on the bar the next minute kind of get the keys and the guitars out and have a jam and start sort of a open mic night but you know no, not advertised or anything but just anyone would play and that kind of thing and it stemmed from that, those kind of nights really I think that we started doing the band called Ruby Lux at that point
0: and you've got music out there now that people can listen to. They yeah. can find it
1: all, all on different. Spotify. There you go. And Apple Music. <laughs> and Deezer.
0: We will <laughs> leave a link uh, below so you can find out all the Roblox yeah, music. Okay, so, best thing when it comes to music, what is it?
1: Well, I think the thing that completely changed my way of thinking, and it was quite late, but it was f- discovering the Beatles. Probably right. everyone says this, but not many people discover it. At 17 18 years old that seemed quite late like because i'd like if you are living in the 90s and you're a teenager you, you're well into stuff that is didn't know it if you didn't know the beatles but was a photocopy of the beatles like you're listening to like i don't know bands like the lars and these kind of those kind of brick pop bands in the 90s kind of copying a band that i hadn't yet got into oasis yeah well yeah oasis yeah great great cool Yeah, so then to discover the Beatles after that, I kind of went, ah, right, yeah. (laughs) That's Uh,
0: what's made all these musical geniuses. Yeah, these people who I
1: thought were geniuses are just taking one strand of those ultimate geniuses and making a career of that one strand is what I didn't realise. What do you reckon made
0: them be that forward thinking you know and 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 have that eclectic music you know and 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 push i mean how many number ones have they had i mean it's incredible it's yeah. all over the world you know they went to america you know it is incredible like they changed a lot of people's lives how do you reckon that they kind of did that because there was no one else before them really that was no. doing the same thing
1: no so i think it was that, that well because i did it this way around i think i realized what it was it there was like an intrinsic level of fun in what they were doing you could hear it and i could hear it because i had been listening to stuff that maybe didn't have that but it was the same kind of music or the same chord structures as the beatles would have been but without whatever that dare i say it dan oh here we go that x factor (laughs) what was it (laughs) what was it that made the beatles kind of more special and if you sit and really listen to it with headphones on you go oh they're just messing around they're kind of having fun a lot of the time Pretty experimental wasn't it? yeah they? really experimental but coming from a place forget drugs and all those other things it's coming from a face of a place of having fun I think with yeah the Beatles.
0: I, I, also I think they were friends yeah and I think that's that's what you could do when you, you're in a room and you like when you were with uh, Ruby Loves you know when you're in a room with your friends you can go and what about this and it could be a great idea or a really rubbish idea, Mm. but they'll just tell you and then you can work on it and and move on and stuff. I think it's really hard when you work with people just studio-based and you don't really know people, but when you have that ease like the Beatles must have had, they were just friends. They were just playing
1: and it must have been explosive. Can you imagine being as famous as they were? Like, it's incredible. I think it probably made them, because of how famous they were, more insular as well. They were kind of just all about their own little bubble and if you go outside of that, it's crazy, so they would just be in a room with their instruments messing around and trying to make each other laugh because you find like when you, you've travelled with the same people for a long time you just want to make each other laugh don't you Yeah. in more and more extreme ways and even if you're doing it with your drum or your guitar <laughs> you just try like, yeah, make each other giggle so I think there's that in that music and you can hear it and it completely changed my outlook on how, how people make music why they make music and why I wanted to make music
0: Do you have a favourite Beatles
1: song? Well the first Beatles song that the teacher introduces to when I was at college, when I got into them was Blackbird. Yeah. So you listen to Blackbird, you think, oh, right, well, these are like a little melancholy kind of guy of a guitar. And then you think, oh, God, no, they invented every other genre of music. (laughs) Favourite song? Mm, No, I don't think so. Just all of them. Yeah, every every (laughs) song for a different reason. And they could all be by different bands, like, in a way. Yeah, just there's so much...
0: Amazing. Uh, well, that is Adam's uh, best thing when it comes to music. Let's find out what his best thing when it comes to something random. Okay, so your last subject on best thing, it's something random. Uh, what mm. have you come for, Adam?
1: Well... I did
0: pre-plan some stuff. (laughs) By pre-planning, you mean you didn't pre-plan, did you? Yeah, no. (laughs)
1: Which
0: is my fault, because I actually didn't tell you all the categories, and I've actually just told you now. Well, what
1: happened was, you you threw in a category called travel, (laughs) which, fortunately, I had lined up in random, something that was to do with travel. Yeah, Las Vegas. Yeah. Perfect. So, because we'd already spoken about Las Vegas and getting married there, I thought I'd talk to you about, because obviously, she's a fairly big part of my life, my wife, Aww. Um I see her. You can name her if, if you want. To. <laughs> uh yeah, no, she already had one. It was um Jade. Yeah, so we got married five years ago and we met fourteen years ago. I feel like there's a story behind this. There is. <laughs> That's where this is going. Um do you uh, do you know the story?
0: I think you told me, but I think it was a while because we've known each other for a long time now. Mm. So I think it was a while ago. Um yeah. come on, tell us what happened. How did you know? So, <laughs>
1: I was I took a job working in a bar with Rob who we previously spoke about Rob Blocks yeah the singer of the band I was in uh, we both took a job we work in this bar um, and there were these two girls that also worked in this bar now from the way these girls looked and the way we both looked at the time it was quite apparent whose was who <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like how you pre like chosen that one that was mine that's yours yeah he Did had they a type the
1: same? I had a type but also they each had a type and we fell into very simply those categories. It was really, really easy, <laughs> and the four of us paired off. Who needs Tinder? You yeah, know, <laughs> th- this was pre yeah, but because this was 2006. Wow, which okay. is pre Tinder. Yeah, it is, is pre Tinder. Yeah, we can find out. Yeah, <laughs> put your many computers in front of you. Um. So yeah, this was February 2006. Rob bought me tickets for my birthday the previous year to go and see The Four Tops and The Temptations. Wow. Motown Legends. Were they though. great? They were amazing. Oh, sorry, you're just talking about something else. You're talking about your wife here, but how was the band? That, well, was it original members or just some s- of their sons? So I think there was <laughs> uh, the same old songs. Yeah. <laughs> little, little in joke there for the fans of the band. Um, yeah, Four Tops Temptations. So there, I think there was like th- Two four tops and three temptations or something like that. That's not bad, is it? No, and then the, the people that they were replaced with, like, were sons and yeah, suff- of the previous it, yeah. uh, occupants of the slot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were amazing. They were really, really good. And it was a, uh, it was at Brighton Centre in Brighton, which you've probably played. It's like six, seven. I've never girls, played it, people. but I have gone. I think I saw Leona Lewis there once. Oh, sorry to hear that. Um, <laughs> it was an amazing gig. And we we were sat up in the seats to the left of the stage, posh, and there's a big group of us. And last sort of medley, they come out and do a medley together. Um, and we went down to the front, went down to the front, and one of our friends threw her knickers at the stage, old school. This was again Dan knicker's before Tinder. Bra. Before Tinder, you had to throw your knickers at people to nab <laughs> a partner. Uh, so she threw her knickers at the stage, and. Security come over to us to our group, and we thought, "Well, oh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna hear reach out by the temptations." <laughs> reach out. Uh, <laughs> none <of> that please. <laughs> so uh, yeah, she threw an exit stage. Security have come over, guys. Uh, yeah, come with us. What? <gasps> you're going to meet the four tops and the temptations backstage i'm
0: sorry is this like a golden ticket is that what you need to do if i need to meet tom Jones, so i just throw my pants at him <clears throat> well i think it depends what he's asked his security we have got my dog going across the room right now so he's got a do you want to come over here darcy oh, come yeah. here you haven't come moved on. for about four hours <laughs> she's wanted to come and say hello she can be part of the podcast as well do you, you can... polish your floor a little higher to make her life <laughs> no. less easy come over here come here Ugh. Wow Right Darcy's gonna listen To your story about the wife You can Hello sit Darcy here. There you go She's right next to you Hello. We've got some video Right uh, So uh, you were going backstage yeah, To meet well, back the, band. Back to the band After throwing It wasn't your knickers was it No no, no. it wasn't
1: my knickers Everyone else had their knickers <laughs> on Except for the girl Who threw her knickers um, <laughs> we, went, we went on the tour bus We went and sat on the tour bus And we got to meet The Four Tops and the Temptations after So this is This is the first night Me and Jade had met As humans Right this is This is February I hadn't started working At the barges yet and we went and we got chatting and we got to meet the band. It was really, really cool. Um, obviously, they're l- real legends, these people. They're not just like two Bob Singers Dan off TV shows. These are... What are you trying to say? Uh,
0: <laughs> yes, legends. Beyond legends.
1: Pure legends. Anyway, Met the Four Top sensations. Absolutely amazing. What Guys, what are you doing after? I love that this
0: is about your, your wife, but we haven't spoken about.
1: <laughs> guys, what are you doing after? What, after our show? Well, we just hang out on the tour bus, then we go home why we're like we're going to our bar we work in this bar rob already worked the bar we had a key it was closed this night wow we have a bar we're going back there we're going to drink for free and we're going to got some instruments we're going to have a little jam no way you'd be welcome to come so we asked them you think they're not going to show we get back set up keyboard piano guitars have a few beers knock at the door i think oh no i've won the postcode lottery <laughs> no <laughs> anyway the cut along story really short the four tops and temptations all bar t- two possibly turned up at our little tiny bar in brighton and jammed with us until 4 a.m wow. or something and this is the very very first night i met my wife my now wife so you during have that of their evening, songs at your wedding no we didn't <laughs> have any at your wedding. um but dan i've got to tell you, on this night sure. i got to sing my girl which is the Probably the only Temptations song I Can you give a
0: little sort of bit of rendition now? No, no. Go on.
1: <laughs> um, I sang My Girl and the Temptations and Four Tops were on backing vocals.
0: Are it... you singing it to Jade at this time?
1: I, I didn't know I was, Dad.
0: <laughs> but... So you've got the Four Tops and the Temptations on backing to you singing My Girl. So I am one of those people Goosebumps.
1: that gets accused of punching, <laughs> which is where your partner is much more attractive physically it than is true. you. Although I've got quite a lot of charisma. <laughs>
0: As you can tell through this podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, th- I think I think what what attracted me was I was singing my girl Dan with the temptations on backing vocals that's, that's kind amazing. of that's it, isn't it that that's it you, you're gonna done. you're gonna nab a girl maybe three levels <laughs> above what you can usually get on that night, yeah, so that was our first night together uh of meeting as humans, and there's just a photo of us that night, and with all the Motown legends and we're just all with our arms around each other Jade's at one end I'm at the other we've barely spoken on this night and that was, the, that was our very first
0: night we met Amazing. so I thought I would
1: give you that as my random life changing I mean, story
0: that is random there's so much detail in there there's so many different things obviously your wife the four tops temptations you singing my girl um, a lock in uh, someone mm. throwing their knickers you get to go backstage there is so much there Adam you've been an amazing guest thank you so much uh, for telling me your best things and uh, yeah uh, good luck with everything you're doing is there anything you uh, want to do you, you bring out some new music with uh, Ruby Lux sir. there is
1: some new Ruby Lux music on Spotify yeah which you can go and listen to it just came out a couple of weeks ago and you can go and check it out
0: amazing well on behalf of myself and Darcy who joined me halfway through the podcast thank you very much Adam thanks mate Just a few thank yous to Adam Harris, our wonderful guest today. Bethia Beats is always bringing us some of the best music. And of course, the legend that is Mr. Professor Ollie keeping us all put together with his editing skills, Genius. Next up, Bethia's Beats and her song, Bethia Exmort. And this is everything. See you next time.
2: I'm good love for me. I'm the but I know when it's right, when it's wrong My friends say to me You're never gonna learn if you don't let go Uh, I guess they know me too well I guess I'm just the type to always go and question myself But there's an in-between And that's just where you'd wanna be If you have been hold on me i can promise anything anything but when i know it's love i wanna bring i'ma give you everything i'ma let you know let you know Selfish I got me by my side And there will be no second guess In my mind knows these love lessons I'll be happy here tonight If you happen to get a hold of me I can promise anything, anything But when I know it's love I wanna bring I'ma give you everything I'ma let you know, let you know if You're the one I want I'ma let you know, let you know if You're the one I want If selfless means something I'd be doing you a favor I'd rather that than carelessly loving you Selfless Means something I'd be doing you a favor I'd rather that than.
1: My friend Daniel Johnson recently kept talking about fact-checking. I thought he was saying fat chicken. So he's given me my own short fact-checking segment called Fat Chicken. This is Fat Chicken. Coming next week.